You ready? Like all set, ready to go? Hop, all hop set. Two, one, two, three, four. We're good. Check. We're all good. I feel like Patch Adams. What a great movie. Oh my gosh! What a throwback. He's got the nose. I think yeah. I got the same mic as Patch Adams. Is this going to be part of the recording? Oh. That'd be funny. <laughs> Could be. I gotta like vamp up. I gotta wind myself up for yeah, this. Yeah, a little high. Normally, like a melancholy person. All right, yeah. you ready to go? Yeah, go. That would be hilarious. Hilarious at this part of the intro. Hello, and thank you for tuning into the Attack and Release Show. My name is Matt, and I am joined today by my good friend from Nashville, Sam. I was going to say Adams, but Sam Moses. <laughs> Sam Adams was a founding father of America it's and true. one hell of a brewer. I went there back in May. It's true. Awesome. Uh, howdy. <laughs> Sam Moses, everyone. Howdy. Good to be here with y'all. Yes. Uh, to- <laughs> Today's episode, I was just, I was like, I was mid reminiscing of Sam Abs. You walk in for this tour and they just put Papa Beer right in your hands. It's like, man, nice tour. This is high quality H2O right here. All right. Today's episode is going to be titled Personal Goals and How the Business Serves That. And uh, the working title, or maybe the actual title, will be What is Your Actual why mm-hmm. this is an episode Sam came up with and I'm really excited for this it's it's gonna be great but bef- but before we do that let's hop into housekeeping Woo-hoo! Samuel Matt take us away hello my friends welcome to housekeeping this is that very unique time where you can screenshot this episode post it on Instagram tag for the record mastering tag most mastering we will reshare the post. We will also probably say, hi, how are you? How are you doing? We'll do some DMs. We'll get to know you, which is really the best part of housekeeping is getting to know our audience, getting to know the community. Y'all are great out there. Wonderful people. Wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, and that uh, makes me happy. It makes me happy to get to know y'all. We usually talk. We ask questions. We learn from each other. And we finish records better together. So that's housekeeping. Help us out. Screenshot it, share it, like, subscribe. Goes a long way. Leave some stars. Really leaving some stars actually helps us a ton. Uh, just reach more and more people and grow the community. So thank you. Housekeeping done. So as a business owner, mm. I, I guess I'm just going to like tee you right up. Great. As a business owner... Uh, should your personal goals and your business goals overlap? Is that healthy? I personally think yes. Um, at least for in the line of work that I do and we most of us do, um, I feel like they have to intertwine in that your personal goals will normally be the things that kind of motivate the business goals uh, on some level. So when I started out, I actually feel like I kind of picked business goals first, which can be fine. You should have some business goals for sure. You should have both personal and business, but the business goals really were things such as like, I want to win a Grammy. I want to work with this artist. I want to do blah, blah, blah with labels. I want to buy this piece of gear. And those goals are fine. Um, but 
I found after like a couple of years that those business goals are often kind of surface level. Um, and when you're just starting and you're probably not making a lot of money, um, those goals kind of can become irrelevant or even frustrating uh, and confusing on like, I have these business goals. Why can't I get there? Um, and that's when kind of I had an aha moment more so with like figuring out personal goals and my why. So the personal goals are usually goals that I found that are deeper, that are more like kind of sturdy and really have a return on investment that then feeds into the business goals. So when I focus on my personal goals, such as I want to be you know, healthy. What does that mean? I want to work out four times a week. You know, I've done therapy on and off for mental health, essentially mental training, emotional training, Um, you know, spend time reading books on business to learn more about that, which then helps me treat people better. I want to be a great husband. What does that mean? You know, loving my wife in the ways she needs. Um, You know, I want to be a good father. What does that mean? Okay, spending time with my daughter X amount of times during the week, making sure there's connection there you know, that I'm not a workaholic, essentially. Um, I want a beach house. I want to retire at X, you know, um, X year, be financially independent by, you know, in five more years. Okay, what does that look like? And all those things kind of become, you know, essentially personal goals that then the business can uh, take care of because pretty much all goals revolve around uh, time and money. And, If you have lots of money, you can usually buy time back in theory, um, meaning like freedom of time. So if I want to hang out with my daughter or wife, you know, 10 hours a week or something, I need to make sure I have the capacity to do that while also providing for our family. Um, And so if I want to be financially independent by X amount of years, I need to invest X into real estate and stocks and things of that nature to then live essentially off the burn rate or passive income coming in. And so that requires X amount of money in X amount of years. you know. And so then the business, I can kind of go, okay, I'd like to be able to save this amount of money each year and put that towards these you know, essentially uh, passive income vehicles to reach our goals. Um, so for me, the goals overlap, but I f- have found that the uh, business goals can serve the personal goals. So the things most people really de- desire, I found, which is like relationships, you know, fulfillment in relationships, time with their loved ones, their partners, their children, their spouses, their friends, uh, enjoying experiences, traveling, um, those things seem to be the things people really care about more so than I want to win a Grammy, you know. Um, I think if I gave most people the option of, you know, if you could be financially independent by 45, meaning that you have money coming in every month that, you know, pays your bills or have a Grammy, which would you choose? Um, Now, one of the answers could be both, you know, but I think most people at the end of the day would, go, I want the financial independence. You know, I want to make X amount a year without really having to think about it. And I think when I look back for me, when I think about, okay, I want to win a Grammy, what does that mean? I think I was, I didn't understand the industry enough. And I 
genuinely thought probably when I was like 16 or 17, and especially when I just started doing music, I thought a Grammy would equal money. You know, a Grammy must mean I'm making lots of money or a Grammy must mean I, you know, maybe there's like a paycheck bonus that comes with it or something. And in reality, you know, winning an award is is very neat. Um, you know, any award I think is worth celebrating. It's it's some sort of time stamp in your life and career with certain people that you created art that, you know, people enjoyed and hopefully you enjoyed. And I think that's that is worth celebrating. But if I've learned anything, it's like any of my really like on paper accomplishments um, haven't really equaled dollars uh, outside of, you know, leverage, uh, maybe some branding or marketing or credibility that this award in our society says you must be good at this in theory. But I found that my personal goals in figuring out my why um, has heavily influenced, especially the last six, seven years, like my business goals um, and what I want to make, how, you know, how many clients that requires. And um, once I kind of focused my, I'll say, mindset on the business goal serves the personal goal, uh, not the other way around. Because if your personal life is serving the business, you're probably going to end up burning the candles on both ends. Your priorities will probably get unbalanced. And if all of your focus and priority is really for the business and your, like, say, personal health serves the business, you're essentially serving something that's, you know, important, but not what I've found for most people, the most important things in life. So I think they intertwine and I think the personal eventually will dictate the business. And then the business goals usually are, um, I'll say the business runs a bit in a healthier way. If, if that's my own opinion, like for me, once I shifted kind of this, like, um, the business serves the personal idea that, um, you know, my, my goals of winning awards or being in the spotlight really kind of fell off. And I kind of went, you know what, those, are th- those would be cool. If that happens, it happens. But right now, I, I need to get 20 mixers to give me, you know, X amount of songs a month. And that's where I want to focus because that'll allow me to then, you know, do X, Y, and Z, buy this piece of gear, you know, that I really want to play with and enjoy or like go to Florida or do, you know, vacation or, you know, just buy Christmas presents, things of that nature, or pay off the student debt. Like there's all sorts of things that can free up uh, time and give you your power back and your freedom back. And I think that's probably for me, even long-term, my, you know, one of my long-term goals personally is to be able to create freely with people, meaning like there is no restriction in theory on resource and boundary. And so that requires X amount of money. Um, That's part of my goal of being financially independent is then to um, continue to work and dump more money into assets that then allows me to create essentially for free with people without having to charge. But that's a whole other conversation. Um, But anyway, that's kind of my opening thoughts on personal goals, business goals, uh, do they overlap? For me, they do, and one dictates the other. And I've found that to be uh, a healthy way to do it, something that's sustainable and creates great clarity in why I do what I do every day and who it's for. Okay. (laughs) Does that make sense at all? Pause. Um, I think that... I, I suppose for for my answer 
to this question, um, as a business owner, should your personal goals and business goals overlap? Um, if we're talking about a mastering business and it's like you could very easily be an S-corp like you are or uh, unintelligently filed as a sole proprietorship, which I don't recommend you do, or a DBA, which I don't recommend you do. But it's like from any part of the gambit, like you're like a one-man kind of show. Yeah. Um, I think it's a lot different of an answer than than my life. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> if I look at just the mastering side of it, then I agree, let's say, 70 to 80%. Yeah. Um, for my other business, which we'll call this a business episode, uh, my other business, which I don't talk about a lot on here, um, it's a business called uh, Emory Allen. It's a business I started... With my dad just about uh, nine years ago, <clears throat> the mastering business is actually older than this, um, or than Emory Allen. Um, Emory Allen is a company that my dad and I created to essentially, uh, he's, he's been a lighting engineer for 35 years, um, and I just refuse to work for anybody, and I like starting my own businesses. Um, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a business that essentially uh, we decided to create an LED retrofit to the halogen light bulb. And we have really just gone down that path for the past nine years. And growth has been really fun and it's been healthy. Um, but I feel like a lot of where the, where I, I, I feel like like if it's no longer a one man band, it's like I got fifteen people working for us, mm-hmm. um, and it's like my like to me my personal goals are important. It's like shoot, it's like on Monday I took off uh, early to go like take care of my grass. It's currently in dormancy, but it's like soil temperatures this week are going to rise above fifty five degrees, and I know I need to get some pre emergent down to prevent. Uh, the spring weeds from germinating. And it's like, yeah, sure. I can have time to do that. I can go do whatever I want. Um, and it's like, I do have personal goals. I can take off really whenever I want and do really just about whatever I want and work really from wherever I want in the world, which I'm cap- which I can't, I am capable of doing and I, I do regularly do. Um, but my business goals are very different than my personal goals. Um, and I don't know, maybe my personal goals are like really, really simple. Um, I don't really, and this is, I feel like Sam, like you and I have talked about this, like where you and I kind of differ in life. Yeah. Um, you have uh, you have a goal of you want to hit, uh, like you want to have like a self-sustaining income by the time you're 40 and be like essentially independent of like the, ne- the, like the need to work. Yeah. Um, and really do whatever you want. <clears throat> and in me, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't really ever want to stop working. I love working. I mean, I look at, uh, and I'm not saying that you don't love working. Every time I'm talking to you, you're thinking of another thing you could be doing. So right. I know you in your heart, you love work. <laughs> I do love work. So they're like, this is not that episode. Um, mm. So it's like, as much as you're like, oh, I want to, 
I don't like if I want to not work anymore, I'm not gonna work. It's like, yeah, but you, every week you have a new thing about work. It's like, right. I can't get you to shut up about work. <laughs> and so it's like that you like you love to work. Right. And it's like me personally, I love to work. It's like when I was in high school, I was doing like four or five, six things along with running like my own little lawn business. And then it's like in college, I was running four or five, six things. Um, like along with like, you know, like a pilot's license I was doing. And it's like whenever I like I was running a cigar shop down in Hilton Head and it's like I was doing four or five, six things. It's like I moved it back up to Charleston. I got married. I was doing four or five, six things. It's like right now, that's that's what I'm doing. That's really been my life. And like I really love working. Um it's like really where my heart is. Um and it's like unless something debilitating happens to me, God forbid, it's like I probably won't stop working. Um, I'm not as optimistic that like we're really going to even have like, you know, like the retirement programs that like a lot of like generations today like rely on. And so it's like, I mean, I, I have no reason to stop working. I, I like exercising my brain this way. And uh, whether it is mastering, whether it is uh, working for Emory Allen, and it's like Emory Allen, it's like, okay, well, the light bulb thing is great. What is the runway on this? Is there a point where we pivot? Do we come out with a new line? Do we come out with like like tackle a new part of the industry? And it's like that's going to result in me going overseas. And essentially, like I have a twenty five year plan for Emory Allen. I guess it'd be like twenty six or twenty seven years. <clears throat> but I have it mapped out to like twenty fifty of where I think the world's going to be where I think Emory Allen fits into the world and what our distribution method would look like and then essentially mapping that out and then working it back operationally and then how do we market with that and how do we essentially, like, what what pieces do we need to put in place in order for the, these parts to, like, come together? Um, so, and it's like, as far as, like, when I go home, dude, I am so compartmentalized and I don't know why, like perhaps it's trauma in life or something, I don't know. But it's like, when I go home, I 100% do not think of work. And, which is great because I don't, I don't really have a, ca- a capacity to take work home. But then when like I leave home, I take no bit of home with me. And so like, I need to tell my wife, hey, can you text me like sometime today to remind me to do this? I won't do, th- I, it just won't happen. Like right now, I'm remembering uh, the bearing and the motor and the washing machine at home is, I think, starting to go. And it's like, <laughs> like every time the washing uh-huh. or the dryer's running. And it's like, I need to like get that fixed or figure out like the whatever to repair, replace that. And, uh, I didn't remember it until right now, 5.30, and I was talking to my wife about it at like 9 or so this morning, and it's just like, my personal life and business life 100% did not overlap, but it's like, I think that's just me, and I think I'm kind of weird. I'm sure there's other people just like you. You're not that weird. I'm sure I'm not an (laughs) an anomaly. Um, So, but it's like, as far as like personal goals and business goals, it's like, I would love to have like land in the middle of nowhere. I'd love to... Like, everyone's, like, funny. Like, they're, like, all moving to South Carolina, moving to Charleston. It's like, I'm just trying to be, like, I would love a cabin. I would love just <laughs> some place just to go trudge around in the woods. And it's like, I think it'd be a cool place for, like, my kids to grow up just, like, wandering around and, like, get into trouble. And I know, just kind of, like, like learning how, like, people used to learn by just yeah. doing and, like, kind of messing up. And um, so... 
It's like my like like yeah, it's like I need money to do that, but it's like I can totally take it the same route of like I'll just save money to do that. Right. Um or and it's like I'm there I mean the in there are books about um essentially your personal goals and your business goals overlapping. I know there's a book it was like pay yourself first. And it's essentially like, you know, dividing up like your pie, your financial pie, essentially. And it's like, and it's like, I I don't know. It's like, I don't know, like, if you have employees, like the ethics around stuff or like the morality. I really haven't, like, I don't really pay myself first. Um, My biggest thing in life is literally, like, this sounds hyperbole, but, uh, but it's uh, like, I, but before anything else happens, I want to make sure that my people are paid. It's like they work their asses off for me, and they're all incredible. And I literally could not do what we like. We could not do what we do if they, uh, if if they did not like just just like show up every single day yeah. and just do the great job that they do. Um, so it's like I make sure they're paid first. Any of our sales reps that that are out there. I think we have like 72, I, I don't know now, it's changed, but it's like, I like no matter what, I want to make sure that they are paid when we tell them they're going to be paid. It's like, my biggest thing is I don't want to screw around with somebody's money. It's like, that is your money, that's not my money. Um, so you can see why this conversation kind of goes in a different direction with me. Yeah, it's great. Um, and so, but I think that like having two perspectives is good. I don't think anyone is arguing over the other. Um so, but I do want to talk about like this bigger kind of question, <clears throat> and we did start late, and so I just want to make sure that we really get onto this, and we can spend as much time as we need to on this. Um, so right now it's looking like twenty five ish minutes mm-hmm. um, left. So I really want to get into like what is your actual why? Yeah, and it's like I really want to kind of dive into that. That's what I believe this episode is going to be titled. So are we going to like kind of tackle it from like a side of like like what is the why for like why you're doing this is like like what are your goals that you're trying to get to? Uh can I think for me I want to just have like why the, you show up every day or Yeah, I mean I want the audience to really sit down essentially and sort out their why like from a a personal and or business but I can just riff for like ten minutes if you want me to. I mean, I'm 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 all yours. Okay. So whatever you, <laughs> I'm all yours. whatever you want. For yeah. for me, the why, and I can share a little bit about my why, but the audience more so. Like it's really important at some point sooner than later that you sit down and sort out your why for essentially current season and future season, and the future will change. Like it's always going to shift. So your why might shift as well, which is totally fine. You're allowed to change your mind on things. Um, that's something you're allowed to do. Uh, but when I try and help people grow their business um, and grow their mastering business, usually we have to start at this spot, which is like, why are you doing this more or more so? What are you looking to do? And for most people, the response is, Usually like, oh, I would just want to make records, but then it becomes something like, you know, essentially I want to be able to make money and provide for myself or myself partner, my family, 
um, you know, kids and future and retirement and all that. And so that really becomes kind of conversation one that then either, like I was just helping a guy out uh, this last, well, I've been helping for the last few years, I was sharing with Matt, who when we got into his why, it led to really great conversations with his wife of them sitting down finally and mapping out, okay, what are they actually doing and wanting to do together with their life? You know, he, the initial goal of moving to Nashville was like, I just want to make some money, you know, like make some income and pay the bills. But at the end of the day, when they really sat down, it was like, no, we actually have a lot more dreams and desires than just like paying a mortgage, um, you know, and paying the utility bills. That's obviously a wonderful, like kind of step one goal. But I found for most people, um, they have much larger, and when I say larger, just more so important self goals that they're trying to accomplish um, through music. And music is the medium that will provide the resources um, for them to achieve their personal goals. So like for me, I have really landed on at the end of the day, I really love community relationships and helping people uh, figure out the why. Like that's a lot of what I spend my time on, even when I'm making records with people. As I preach to them, you know, so much like I want to know the context. You know, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? Uh, what is your goal with the record? Is it to get to Spotify, to get in front of a label, you know, to be a single on radio? The more for me, and this is just my personal, like how I tick is, and where I find myself to be like the most happy, healthy human for myself and others is figuring out kind of the, the context and boundaries which to create in and operate in um, makes me very efficient for myself and for others and really gets, in my opinion, uh, the best in product for other people as well as myself. But I really love community and um, music is just the medium in which I get to participate in a community um, and help people out on a more, I'll say, core level as a person, you know, helping people map out physical needs, emotional needs, you know, business needs, relational needs. Um, those are the things for me. The reason why I care about those things is it's just a personal bias. When I figured those things out, got help with those things, sought out mentors, sought out therapy, um, it changed my whole life and it elevated me to a place personally um, that is very fun to be at. It's a very fun place to operate from. And from a relationship standpoint with my wife and friends, um, much more fulfilling and deeper relationships. And then you also start to get, for me over the years, I've had affirmation from other people that have told me, you know, you, you seem different, like in a good way, or, you know, you just seem to like have this together. And it doesn't mean I don't go through struggles. I do, but I feel like I genuinely feel like at this stage, I have a really healthy toolkit to uh, handle life, to um, deal with all the ups and downs that life still brings every day. And so um, certain things that really, I think, stress people out for me do not anymore because, you know, I've put in work to have the toolkit to, to uh, you know, handle those those sorts of things. So... The why is super important for people. Most people, they start out with a money thing or we get to a money thing. And then if we kind of look behind the money 
there's usually something else behind there. You know, they want to travel, they want to build a studio, they want to uh, retire early, they want to be able to work from anywhere, they want to build something, they want to sell something, they want to create something, they want to have breakfast every Friday with their wife and kid, like, and not have to worry mm-hmm. about it. Um, there's usually the money is just a little bit of like a front for what's actually behind it. So for our audience here, like, I really want you to think about your why and think about, you know, you'll probably go, the the intentions are great. You want to create music, you want to finish records, whatever it is. And then you probably go one step behind that and there's a money aspect to it. And then you go behind that and you kind of find to me like this hidden gem of like the real why, the reasoning, the motivation, the inspiration. Um, And it can be something as simple as I say the breakfast thing because for a long time, my wife and I have worked to a goal of having like dining out money to where we can go to breakfast, you know, once a week. It's in the budget. It's no problem. Like I get so much joy from going to breakfast, from going to Dozen Bakery <laughs> once a week with my wife and now daughter and getting the focaccia sandwich with coffee and a chocolate croissant like brings me such joy. Um, and it took us a while to be able to finally do that and it not really like, be a a real, um, you know, struggle within the budget. But you'll find if you focus on your why and kind of spend some time, you'll find things that really bring you joy. And that's, I think, for me within this why conversation is most people don't spend enough time figuring out what brings them joy. Um, Like for you, Matt, I feel like your yard brings you lots of joy. Um, And that probably require some time and money, but it's probably not like an outrageous amount of time or money. Just like for me with breakfast, like I'm not ordering like caviar at breakfast. It's like a pretty simple breakfast. It's not terribly expensive, thankfully. But the amount of joy it brings me, like having that time with my wife and kid and having coffee and just being out and somebody else obviously cooking and cleaning in theory, um, you know, that I'd rather spend 40 bucks on that most of the time than going to like a $200 dinner. Um, you know, at a kind of a random place and eating some food that's honestly magical, but probably I can't pronounce or figure out. Um, but for those listening, you may say, well, that sounds amazing for me. I would love to go out to dinner and have that, you know, whatever type of meal over breakfast. And that's great. So I want to make sure like everybody spends time figuring out your why. Um, you'll probably figure out that it's something um, probably deeply personal, And um, that can then become a huge motivator that is more sustaining uh, and lasting than kind of like this, um, I'll call them important goals, but a bit more superficial of like, I want to, you know, uh, win an award or I want to have a song that my mom knows or, you know, I just want to be on the radio or like those sorts of things are great goals and those have a place. But the, uh, I found the motivation for those sorts of goals if that is the why, it's often very fleeting for people and doesn't sustain you when you have those slow times or those am I good enough times, um, you know. And then I've also kind of, when I started, uh, I had a heavy money goal. Um, that was a big why for me. I was very consumed early on about money, about hitting X amount of money from my company. When I hit that, it was great but within a few months, I realized that tail as old as time, like money is not everything. It's not going to solve 
all the personal problems and things that might be going on underneath the surface or even desires that you have. Uh, money is great. It's a great tool. But uh, I, like to, I like to think of it, it's good but limited good in theory. Um, so, you know, spend some time this week. You, you deserve it. Uh, you deserve to spend time figuring out the why for your business. And that, I think, will be something that can become kind of like this superpower that you can harness for motivation, for clarity on what to do, what to commit to, what not to, how the business needs to go and grow. And uh, I think it'll lead to something that's very sustainable and enjoyable. So that's my why spiel. <laughs> what do you got, Matt? Um, what, what do you think about whys? What's your why, if you want to share it? I mean, I feel like if people are chasing money, it's so dumb. <laughs> Be- and it's like, I'm sorry if I'm bursting your bubble and feel free to fast forward through my part of the podcast because... <laughs> I mean, it's the whole thing of like, it's such like a silly thing to chase after. I mean, especially in like today's market because it's like, oh, I want $100,000. I want $100,000. It's like that six-figure thing. It's like, you can't wait for the six-figure number. It's like, uh, I'm not going to go down. <laughs> the rabbit hole is going to go down. <laughs> it's like, if you really want to chase after the six-figure bull crap, go on to like, smartasset.com slash investing invest like an inflation calculator. A hundred thousand dollars today, twenty twenty four, in two thousand was only worth fifty four thousand dollars. It's like, and that is not getting any better. And right. So it's just like and it's like if it's like I rag on my father in law like a little bit just because of some like crazy stuff he'll say every now and then. But there is something that it's like, he said it, like, I mean, kind of brilliantly. He's like, yeah, everyone's in the grocery store kind of being like, oh, well, like, uh, eggs, they're costing, like, so much more than than they used to. And it's like, well, it's not the eggs, actually. You're seeing it reflected in the eggs, but it's actually that your money is actually buying less. And so it takes more of your money to buy, like, that, that thing that you're trying to mm-hmm. buy. And so it's like, it's... The the money thing is so silly to chase. It's like, I think that you, it's like, I don't know. It's like, if you're not chasing money, it's like, I honestly think, I mean, no one's going to like this answer, but it's like, every time I really, really analyze my life, I like look at it in the perspective of like, you know, I'm an old man and I'm like going to die. Right. I'm going to die one day. And it's like, I want my kids to look back on like cool shit that I did and like, like stuff that like I'm going to be handing them down. And it's like, I'm tired of just like, and I feel like this is not just me. This is a lot of people. I feel like we're tired of just kind of like garbage mm-hmm. and we're tired of like, <laughs> I had like my dad's dad. Uh, his name was Emery too. He'd be like, oh, kids these days, they don't, they don't, they don't fix anything anymore. And it's like, oh, like boomers these days not making products worth fixing and it's like (laughs) it's all just like it's all so cyclical and so silly um but it's just like i mean he was also a mechanic and i like we found old like pay stubs of his when we were cleaning out his house and that dude was slaying um he had some pretty good years in the 80s um it's like i look at my life i was i was actually talking about this earlier today uh, at the lunch table is like I want 
Like, my kids will look back on my life and be like, yeah, my dad, like, he loved vinyl. He loved collecting vinyl. He, like, he, like, he mastered music. He had a whole nother side of the business for, or he had a whole nother side of, like, business, like, with mastering music. And it's like, I'm not at all a high-volume mastering engineer. Like, you look at me compared to Sam, like, on a bar graph, and, like, my data's not even, like, showing. It's, like, (laughs) not ranked data. It's, like... But it's like, I think I do a really good job and I mm-hmm. think my masters sound really good. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I, by no means am I a high volume engineer because I have a whole nother business that I'm running. Um, and that's not an excuse or anything and I'm not really trying to make it and I really don't care who believes what. Um, but it's like, I want them to look at that and be like, you know, my 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 dad was also a mastering engineer and he did it because like just 100% out of the love for music and wanting to see like great music make its way into the world. And it's like, oh, he was a pilot and he like flew airplanes when he was younger. And um, and it's like, I don't do this so people talk about me, but it's like, I want to be able to look back on a fulfilled life. Like that is my genuine why. And it's like, I feel like markets actually have kind of recognized some of this like kind of stuff that like we're tired of buying just garbage and it's like if you go through your email i'd be curious if you type in the word heirloom or something like that um or like synonyms for the word heirloom i'm curious if like marketing is kind of caught up with that in my email it's like it's just like sheets of like i don't search like 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 coming back positive search results um and so like there's like a whole nother thing. It's like, I don't even know if you know this. Like I want to, um, something this year, it's like I want to get my motorcycle license and then next year I want to do a coast-to-coast motorcycle ride. Awesome. I've never done it, but it's just like, <laughs> fuck, man. I want to look, sorry. <laughs> I want to look back at my life and just be like, man, that was a life well lived. And it's like, he ran a business. Like he, he like I got, I get to hang out with my parents and just like do business with them. They're like, Two of like the smartest people I've ever met. I work with my sister. She's in operations. Um, I'm her boss. She actually asked me to be her boss. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to be your boss. And her and I are like, I literally have like one of the coolest lives. And like I never talk about it on here. I never brag it on here. But it's like, what's my why? It's like <clears throat> I want to make sure that we all have cool lives. Like, even down to like our employees. It's like, it's like I want to make sure you have more than what like you could like ask for. And it's like, if it's money, it's like, yeah, sure. So long as you're like, you know, you're producing and you're like, you're like a really high value employee. It's like, even, and it's like, if you're not a high value employee, I'm probably not going to keep you around. It's like, everything's got to add value. But it's like, it's like, if I hire you, you're high value to me. And it's like, if you're performing and it's like, you know, you're getting me like some of the best like international shipping rates you can. It's like, you're doing the best job at your job. And it's like, yeah, it's like, I am going to do whatever I can to incentivize you to keep doing that. And I'm going to try to give you like as much money. Let's start profit sharing. Let's start 401k. Let's start health insurance. Like, let's talk like bonuses. Let's talk like whatever. And it's like, I want to essentially make the people around me also have awesome lives. Um, And I'm not saying that like, I always think my life is awesome, but like, my why is like I want to live a fulfilled life and I don't think I'll ever reach a point where I stop working. Um, I'll be riding in this damn building or whatever building, however big we get, I'll be riding in that building on my little rascal scooter. 
<laughs> like <laughs> complaining about the kids, <laughs> whatever it is, whatever's after like two or three generations after like Gen uh, Gen Alpha. It's like I'll be complaining about them, just like my parents are complaining about millennials and Gen Z and all that stuff. It's like it's just it's so cyclical. Um, I don't know. That's my why. I want to just. I want to have like cool things that I'm always working towards. I want to be a good dad. I want to like be like I want to be there for my wife as much as I can. And it's like um it's like yeah, her I don't talk about this too much, but it's like like before she had like cancer, I really wanted to be there for her, but like now it's like holy crap, now there's like a how fragile this life is. And like I, I just want to make sure that we are, you know, in lockstep. We're doing we're doing this life together. And it's like, you know, I want to I want to raise Emery to be like a freaking dragon slayer. Cause like we're <laughs> like in a world that has dragons these days, man. And it's like I want to like I want to raise him like my dad raised me. And it's like I want to go camping. I want to do like all this cool stuff. I want him to look back on all this stuff and be like, yeah, my dad did like really manly, masculine things with me. And it's like my daughter, it's like I want her <clears throat> to look back and be like, my dad showed me how a man should love a woman uh, or just uh, how people should love one another. Like, by the way he treated my mom, by the way he treated me. And so it's like, that's what I want to leave. It's like, I want to make sure like I'm leaving like a legacy. And, and then while I'm doing that, I want to like, you know, do cool stuff. And mm-hmm. there's also like this whole like, Back to the motorcycle ride. I feel like I have to do that while I, before I'm 40 because after I'm 40, it's considered a midlife crisis and you only get one of those. <laughs> and so, but right now I'm just kind of like, you know, shaking it off kind of thing. And it's like, just like ticking stuff off the list that I want to do. And uh, so it's like, I got to do it. So I think that's going to be like 2025. Love I'm going to kind of take the year to kind of learn this. I'm trying to figure out like, Harley is like, yeah, we'll teach you how to ride a bike and get you all the DMV paperwork. I'm like, cool. And now I got to figure out what I want to do. I mean, my my mom's dad used to be a bike cop, and he used to ride Harleys around. Mm. And like him and my grandma, they went from like where they lived down to Key West, and it's just like it's on a, on the motorcycle. It's like that's like it sounds horrible, but <laughs> it's like it sounds exhausting. But it's like that also sounds really fun. Um, and it's like why not have you know a life worth living? That's honestly my why. Yeah. is like I want to look back and I want to be like, yeah, this was awesome. And I want my kids and my wife to know that they're loved and I want to do like the best job that I like can at all of this. So, I mean, that's honestly like probably like the biggest thing I'm passionate about. So It's amazing. Anyway. Oh, um, that's so sweet, man. <laughs> well, it's like the whole thing. It's like, you know what? And it's like, and if that funnels back to business, great. Yeah. But if it doesn't, then whatever. It's like, as far as business, I'm going to try to grow my business as much as I can because I think it's fun. And like business to me has always been a hobby. Mastering is not a hobby to me, but business is a hobby. And it's like, I don't ever want like a business to like have to live up to my personal goals, but I'm going to align myself so that the two can complement one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my passion. Um Anyway, what else? <laughs> Do you have anything you want to say? We got like no, three or two minutes left before you like go jet. Straight purity, pure heart there. Love it. I want to wrap up. I mean, on that's that. all I got. It's great. Wrap it. I mean, that's all I got. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I guess we'll take us into the outro. Um, 
I would, like, I guess before we get into it, I would love to hear y'all's why. Mm-hmm. I would love for y'all to reach out to us and send me, like, a long email. Like, MatthewEGarber at gmail.com. That's so funny because it's, like, you can totally tell how old a person is by, like, if they got their full <laughs> yeah. name in the Gmail account. Um, or it's, like, message Sam. I don't give out his email, but it's, like, if you have it, message him or DM us or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's, like, I want to know, like... I want to know your why and like I want to if you allow me champion alongside you it's like I think that's like really awesome and um, I really hope a lot of people listen to this episode because I'd love to hear their why and I'd love to you know connect with them on that Um, anyway if you hear the sweet beat in the background that was made by the one and only Sam Moses if you don't mind thanking him uh, for putting together this episode and every episode I would really appreciate it. He makes one of these beats for every single episode. Each one is custom to us and uh, or custom to the like each its respective episode. Um, you saying thanks to him is really just an extension of my gratitude and I would appreciate it. Um, if, uh, yeah, if you also wouldn't mind just taking a screenshot of this moment and sharing it on uh, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you social media these days or just like oh screenshot it to a friend that'd be sweet too or not screenshot it and share the episode that'd be cool um I would appreciate it and yeah if you need a mastering engineer Sam can be found at uh, Moses Mastering if you would like for me to master your mix, your mix I would love to do that I can be found at 4th Record Mastering and uh yeah we, just, we would absolutely love to take it across the line so I guess with that said we got four seconds, three seconds left till you got a jet. <laughs> yep. Morning, afternoon, evening, whatever you're having. Have a darn good one. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Cue the music, bud. Yay. See y'all.